Hi guys, this is Precious and you are welcome to the Future Podcast. So it's a new episode today and I know it's been a while since you guys heard from me, but we're just going to continue our discussion on prayer today. In fact, we are rounding up our discussion on prayer and so this episode is the last part of our discussion on prayer. I really hope our discussion has helped you so far to understand how important prayer is for us as Christians and I hope this episode blesses you. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you learn a lot from this episode. Okay, so following the example of Daniel, Daniel, I think um, Daniel prayed for something for about 21 days. So is this an example telling us that it's okay to actually repeatedly pray over and over for something? Like you, co- you commit your time to praying over something and hoping that you would receive it. Okay, so I mean, I, I, like, I, like I said, like I said um, at the beginning, um, God has given us the answer. From the first day you prayed, the answer has been given to you. Now, Daniel had to keep praying because he had not received instruction in his mind. Okay? He had not received the instruction in his mind. So, prayer is a discipline. All right? You know how Jesus Christ was asked by the disciples, teach us how to pray. Right? Teach us how to pray. So prayer is not something that you assume that people can do. Alright? There is a method to prayer. There is a way to pray. There are things to say in the prayer. There is a perspective and a posture in prayer. Right? So what that means is that prayer is a discipline. Right? And for it to be a discipline, it is something that you must consistently do. All right. So when you are praying now, don't forget that we are in a warfare, right? So there are opposing forces, right? Um, I'll give an example. Mr. A wants to pray for Mr. B, right? Now, Mr. B has his own what? His own free will. Mr. A is using his own free will to pray for Mr. B. God will not impose on Mr. B. God will not force Mr. B to do anything. All that will happen is that Mr. A will position in prayer certain things that will make Mr. B make a choice that can favor Mr. A. So what does that mean? It means that Mr. A is praying for Mr. B's salvation, right? What will happen is that Mr. A will be praying for opportunities to be able to preach to Mr. B. Mr. A will be praying for opportunities to see and receive a word of knowledge for Mr. B. So for instance, as I'm talking to you right now, by the time somebody picks up this recording to listen to it, I can assure you that as they listen to it, what happens is that seeds will be sown into their hearts, right? They will then come to a place where they will make a decision for the Lord by reason of hearing the fact that in prayer, you can get to commune with God. A Muslim will hear this recording and realize that, oh, oh, all my striving to make God happy with me is not necessary because God is already happy with me. Because God has already given Jesus Christ to die for my sins. Because God has already put me in Christ and raised up Christ from the dead and also raised me from the dead. 
So I don't need to do certain things to be pleasing to God. As I'm saying these things, seeds are being sown. That person will then respond to that seed, right? Now, I don't just pray once and assume it's all over. I keep praying until the instruction comes to me. Now, where, where is the instruction? It is in my spirit. Where is it coming to? It is coming to my mind. Right? As I'm speaking to you right now, the choice of words I'm using, they are being processed by my mind. They are being analyzed by my mind. Now, I can use, I could have used a different synonym for process. So it comes through, it has to pass through your mind. All right? If I give an example, another example, if I say red car, right? Before I say red car, let me ask, what comes to your mind? Red. When I say a red car, what type of, what type of car comes to your mind? Honda. A Honda car. But what came to my mind was a Ferrari. Right? So depending on the information that you exposed your mind to, that will determine what picture you are seeing in your mind. So if God was to tell you, oh, precious, I have given you a red car, in your heart, you might actually receive a Honda, but somebody else would receive a Ferrari. If God says, oh, precious, I'm giving you the nations, in your mind, you might be thinking that, oh, my podcast will just be in Nigeria. But what God might be telling you to do would be to have a podcast that goes the world over. When we say set up a radio, a, radio, a radio station. So sometimes the instruction we get is analyzed, processed, and put in the box that our mind allows it to be. So we sometimes shrink God's plan. Sometimes we expand. So what we do in prayer is to get the discipline to align our mind with the Spirit of God. So somebody is sick, for instance, and you are praying, right? You're not praying to God to heal the person. No, the instruction is go. You go and heal the person. So in certain areas, we are praying wrongly. Why are you praying to God to heal somebody when you can at least send the word? You can call the person. You can go to their house. You can send that word and say, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. When we don't pray correctly, we cannot see the answers. So like I said, there is a way to pray. There is, there are, there is a discipline of prayer. I hope that, I hope okay. that answers the question. Yeah. Yes, it is. So what are, what are your tips now that you've told us that there is a way and a discipline? What tips do you have to those that they want to start their prayer journey or want to build a consistent prayer life? Okay, so I think I think the first tip really is decide to pray. All right, that you you only pray by praying. All right, so you have to recognize the importance of prayer to be able to pray. A lot of us eat every day. All right, a lot of us just the mere the mere sight the mere sight of a picture a, a picture of food will make us go and eat. That is how you need to treat prayer. How that, that the first thing really is to make up your mind that you will pray, right? The second thing is study your word, study the Bible, all right? St the Bible gives you the material 
that you need to pray with. Right, the Bible gives you, and the material that we pray for, I mean, um, the, the, I used some examples earlier on, but the key things we pray for, number one, salvation of soul, that men will come to Christ. So when you, when you study the word of God, you will know what to pray for, right? Then number three would be set up times to pray. Have a schedule where you pray. It might sound religious, right? But the truth is, when we do things by routine, when we are creatures of habit, when we do things after a routine, they, that thing becomes part of us. It is better to be consistent in the place of prayer than, you know, to 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 have an intense 12-hour session of prayer once a year. It is better to pray 30 minutes every day and treat it like a workout, right? So, you can start with 15 minutes. So you do 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes at, at noon. And I'm using, I'm using this, you know, morning, 6 o'clock, 12, 3, because, I mean, they're like quarters of our time. I mean, they, are not, they are not special times of prayer, really. You can start your prayer by 6, 27. It doesn't have to be 6, 00. There's nothing mystical about 6 o'clock or 9 o'clock, right? But have a regular schedule for prayer. And I'm saying, even if you start with 15 minutes, as you start 15 minutes every day, you then begin to build it up 30 minutes every day, then one hour every day, you know, and you're praying the word of God. So you are studying the word. You can look at Ephesians 1, Ephesians 3, Colossians 1, Philippians 1, right? Those, those Colossians as well, those verses, those chapters give you the material that you pray with. Another tip will be pray with somebody. Right, get an accountability partner. Um, I have a cell, an online cell where we, we do this, like right? so we pray together, you know. So I think it's important. Join join the I mean, if you're a believer and your church has a prayer group, I mean, I say prayer group, I mean everybody in church, they, they are not prayer warriors. There was nothing like a prayer warrior in the in the in the old in the early church. Everybody prayed, right? When your church has a prayer rooster where you pray at certain times every day. Give yourself to prayer. It's a discipline. It's not something that you will enjoy or it will be fun every time. You don't need to do it. So give yourself, make yourself available for it. Right? If you know that the best way for you to pray is for it to be that you're the one leading prayers, then do it. But don't forget that you also need to have a personal prayer life. You know, so join prayer, prayer, prayer calls. Um, pray with somebody, find a friend and pray with that friend regularly, you know, in your home, in your family. Let it be an established pattern. You know, I love the way our parents did it when they did it morning devotion and night devotion thing. You know, I don't think a lot of families do that anymore. I'm sure they would be doing it. But it was a discipline, it was something that we did growing up that was very vital to our prayer lives. So I think it's it's very important to have that to have those things you know written. And I mean, you could you could have a prayer journal. There are so many things that make it easy for us. Set up your alarm clock to you know to, to ensure that it reminds you to pray. You know, and I, by by the time we do all these things, primarily understanding that this thing is a discipline that you do out of love. All right, it, it, it doesn't mean you do because God loves you and is for you. You will pray, you know, very important. 
Okay, thank you very much. So I'll be asking a very personal question. Um, my question is, how has your prayer life been, and where? How did it grow to where it is presently? Like, how did you grow your prayer life to where it is? Okay, so to be honest, I, I I'm not praying as much as I should pray, or as much as I want to pray. Um, I remember that I I started this year saying that I wanted to have um, 12 hour prayer sessions one once a month. So personal, because I realized that it is easy to pray for long when you are praying with people, right? So I wanted to do that, and I mean it hasn't really gone so smoothly. Um, historically, my prayer life has I mean it has grown. I mean up to up to where it is right now. Um, it's been one of the things that makes prayer fascinating for me is how that God gives me words for people. And he tells me how much that God is intentional about us, how God wants us to, to really bl- be blessings for other people. You know, so my prayer life has been, has been a very unique tale of getting, you know, getting answers for other people, you know, getting answers for myself. You know, one of the examples I typically use would be how that when I was when I was 15, going into 16, and preparing to enter the university, I, I prayed, and the Lord showed me, um, He showed me the CGPA that I would graduate from school with. All right, He showed me the and down to the down to the down to the decimal points. You know, and the reason I, I know for certain that it wasn't just a it wasn't just a random thing because when he gave me that word, he he told me something specifically, and that would be how that my life would be an example for people. It would be an example. It would be an avenue for me to preach the God. It would open doors for me to preach the gospel. So at the end of the day, the, the reason why he showed me this thing was so that I could bless other people. You know, and it, it was what helped me when I was in school. I did tutorials for people for free because I knew that it was a an opportunity for me to impact the lives of people with the revelation of Christ that I had. You know, and so I think I think my prayer life has been it has been awesome. I would say that, I mean, because it has not some. There have been down times, there have been times when I, when I didn't pray. There have been months where I didn't pray at all. I didn't pray at all, right? How did it grow to where it is right now? By submission to local church. A local church, by submission to a pastor who would drag your ear and say, you must pray. Why are you not praying? You know, for the believer, for the believer you don't just ask, how are you? You ask, how is your prayer life? You ask, how is your word life? How is your evangelism? So by submitting to a local church, by having friends, I have a group of friends, um, uh, seven or eight guys that we pray every month. We, we have all night prayers. And all night prayers for us is six to six, you know? So we pray all night together. So I think those are the things that help me, having the right association, having the right uh, accountability, um, having a good understanding of the word. So three things: good understanding of the word. So studying the word of God, you know, good um, associations and association in terms of friends and association in terms of local church. So I, I think, I mean, I think that should have been helpful. Yeah. 
Thank you. And I have quite a funny question here, but anyway, if you were to pick a person in the Bible to teach you about prayer, apart from Christ, who would you pick? Um, hmm. That's a very interesting question. I mean, common, I mean, it would have been nice to be Paul, but I think we have a lot of Paul's, um, a lot of Paul's uh, prayers already. I, I would actually pick Elijah, right? I would pick Elijah. Um, and that, that, this is because Elijah is shown to be a man like us in James 5, verse 16 to 17. He had the same passion. I mean, Elijah was a man that he, he what's the word? He made signs and wonders to happen. And because a, a woman threatened him, uh, um, Jezebel threatened him, he got depressed. Right, he got depressed. He was he had so many, you know, things that, that that could have distracted him. But this was a man that he prayed to die. He wanted to die. But this was a man that had that made so much power available that the apostle James had to reference him for the example of fervency in prayer. You know, so he would he, I think I would I would pick Elijah because I mean the, the, the common example would be Jesus Paul. So I would pick Elijah. Yeah. Okay, so for people who have not started their prayer journey and for those that they have started but along the way they got talk, probably they didn't have the, let's say, vibe, they didn't have the interest any longer and so they stopped, what would be your advice to them? I will simply say this, pray, guess why? Just pray, just pray, like, stop, stop waiting for the vibe. Stop waiting for the vibes because you don't need the vibes to pray. Just pray. It's a discipline. I mean, you know, if you know the stakes, the, the lives that are tied to your prayer, you will pray. You know, so I think it's, I mean, there are people who have suffered, suffered abuse. There are people who have, um, you know, been hurt by the church and they've, they've seen different abuse and misappropriation of, 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 of things in the church but still your relationship is with God right your relationship is with this church his church as defined by those who are who are redeemed who are saved have the understanding just pray just go on your knees raise up your hand you know and pray it's it's that simple pray for the father you are alive start with that you know, pray for your friends, pray for your family. There are, there are people to pray for, there are lives to pray for, there are things to pray for. There are people in, 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 in countries that are hurt and persecuted. Pray. All you need to all you need to make power, prayer power available is to pray. Not the vibes, not the ginger. Just simply pray. You guess why? Okay. So, um, this is totally personal also, it's not related to what we talked about, but I would like you to share with us three amazing, or should I say, fun facts about yourself. Okay, fun facts about myself. Uh, fun. Alright, I'm not sure if people will think of this, but I like solving crosswords and uh, puzzles, Sudoku and Chrome. That's what I want to do. I love it. I love it. Sometimes, uh, I, I love talking about math problems for fun. 
number two, I love I love the English language. Um, so I write poetry a lot. I tend to come up with conversations in my head with people with characters in my head, and so I like write a lot of poems and. Uh, a touch one thing about myself. Okay, so I'm, I am at beginner level in playing the mouth organ, that's the harmonica, the guitar, and probably the piano. Yeah, sorry. Okay, so any last words? Because we're already at the end of this. So any last words to those listening? Um, I'll just say, pray. You know, once as you're listening to this podcast, pray. You know, you don't need to be perfect in your approach to God. Just pray. You know, your prayer doesn't need to be perfect. You have, you have, you have somebody with you in you who is perfect. So just pray. You know, just pray. That's basically it. Oh. Okay. Thank you so much, Dami, for accepting to discuss about prayer. And I'm so sure if anyone has any questions at the end of this whole thing, I would be leaving your handle on Twitter for them to send you messages to approach you to answer their questions as well. Thank you so much for your time and for helping other Christians to also learn how important prayer is and why we all need to start our prayer journey. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Tutory Podcast today and for listening to this beautiful episode. I hope this episode has blessed you and has made you realize how important prayer is like I have been saying from day one. This is, our end. This is the end of our discussion on prayer for this year, but that should not be the end of your prayer life and your relationship with God. In fact, you should be ready and you should begin to start picking out your plans, your routine and how you want to grow your prayer life because we are already preparing for the new year ahead and you have to pray and get yourself armed for the new year. You can't wait till the new year comes before you prepare for that. Thank you so much once again for tuning in and this is the Church Rave Podcast.